Welcome to Elemental Fun, a historical and cultural look of the elements of the periodic table. Welcome to Elemental Fun. My name is Grace. My name is Cindy. And we are recording today at my house. So if you hear a baby crying in the background, that's Charlie. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's not the one in my belly right now. <laughs> Which can't. some of we don't. We haven't our, told that yet. No. No. <laughs> our listeners don't know this, but Cindy is pregnant. Congratulations, Yay, Cindy. Thank you. I'm a little girl. Yeah. Girls are fun. I promise. I hope that she can play on her own a little bit more than my son can. No promises. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> but it'll be nice to have one of each. Yeah, it is it's fun good. to have one of each. Mm-hmm. It is. It's, it's kind of a neat experience. So. Yeah. But uh, that's the happy news. But uh, today we're going to be talking about manganese. 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 Yes. Excuse you. They, uh, they <laughs> manganese. Um the name manganese actually it's it comes from one of two origins. That's right, Latin for magnus or magnet, which is kind of ironic because it's not actually it's magnetic not, unless no. it's in an alloy. Exactly, which we'll talk about later. <laughs> <laughs> um, or from the black magnesium oxide, uh, uh, manganesia nigra, because they for a long time they thought it was. Magnesium? Because that's what I was trying I was like, why is it magnesium? Magnesium is a different element than manganese. No, they. it wasn't until, you know, 1774 when Johann Gahn um, said, like, no, guys, this isn't just a form of magnesium. It's actually, like, its own element. And everyone's like, no, you're crazy. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, because they all, everybody thought that it had iron in it. Right. And then he was like, oh, said no. He made potassium potassium permagnate, mm-hmm. and that's one of the strongest oxidizing agents that's ever known, apparently. Mm-hmm. But did you know that? So he was a, so in 1774. Oh, actually, no. Th- sorry, um, that was Johann. There's so many Johans. <laughs> so Sweden um, isn't really big <laughs> on the map for um, discoveries of the periodic table because usually it's you know Paris and it's England right. or it's just been around forever. But right. there are a couple in there that are um, the Swedish scientists discovered. That's one of these ones and are. This is one of them. So, yep. so we, we haven't heard of Johan very much in our <laughs> previous <laughs> episodes. But now there's two Johans. Yes. So there's, um, in 1740, he was a Berlin glass technician, mm-hmm. and Johann Henrik Pott. And he showed that it didn't have iron in it, as was thought. And that's he's the one who was able to um, make potassium permagnate. Um, and then 1774, the guy we were talking about, who's Johann. credited, right? The other Johann. Yeah. Johann <laughs> Gottlieb Gunn, um, Gottlieb Gunn, was the first to isolate it from um, pyrolysite, pyro, pyro, mm-hmm. yeah, um, which is <laughs> magnesium dioxide. <laughs> it's a lot easier to say, actually, than, <laughs> than pyrolysite. Pyrolysite. <laughs> but that, but pyrolysite is actually a black ore, and so 
prehistoric people were known to use it because mm-hmm. they use that black ore in cave painting. Yeah, so it's yeah, one of those no, ones that's been around no, for a it's, long time. No, it's um, it's actually yeah, the the black manganese dioxide was used um to paint the Great Hall of the Bulls, which is in those French mm-hmm. caves that were painted over thirty thousand years ago. Right. So like, manganese has been involved in art for long time literally thousands tens of thousands of years by people those uses like those the the pigment yes and then in later times for glass it actually removes the green the color pi- the pigment the yeah which is weird glass. like let's put this black thing in there to remove the pigment <laughs> right no we'll, we'll talk a yeah. little bit more about that but there was um so he was the first student to isolate it but did you know that in 1771 a phd student in vienna who is named ignatius what a great name. Um, he actually showed that he, he isolated it in his dissertation. So, mm-hmm. But he's not credited. I thought it was interesting that even though he did it earlier and he showed it in his dissertation, he's not credited for really hmm. discovering it. They, they do. I think they give it to the Johann Yeah, they Gottlieb. give it to Johann Gottlieb. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't actually accepted by the scientific community until 1807. Mm. So even though he was like, look, here it is, 1774. And they're like, they're like you. Um, I don't know. We'll Scientists think about it. take some time sometimes to... Well, you know, they also something. were sending notes by swallow back then. <laughs> so it took a while. Um, and in the first century AD, Pliny the Elder, a Roman philosopher. <laughs> Did I say that wrong? I don't know, but I want to <laughs> call him Pliny, Pliny the Elder. It's P-L-I-N-Y. Pliny, Pliny. Pliny, I guess. Um... He wrote that it was used in glass making to make it clear, even back then. No, actually, it was in the ancient Egyptians used it as well. Mm. The ancient Egyptians used. Um, so let's see, where's my note? Ah, here it is. To remove the pale greenish tint, which is mm-hmm. caused by the iron that's right. that commonly occurs in glass right. uh, or in the sand that makes glass, um, the Egyptians called it sapo vitiri, which means glass soap. They used it as like, this is my glass soap to clear up my glass. But Oh, glass soap. I was like, I didn't get it. Yeah, like they use <laughs> it to, to like clean the glass. Okay, makes sense. It's glass soap. Right. Um, but if it's exposed to the radiation of sunlight, that glass that's been used with the man- uh, manganese mm-hmm. will turn purple. Because the color in amethyst is from manganese. Right. And so if they use the glass soap to to clear out their glass and make it, clear it then turns once purple. it's exposed to the sunlight <laughs> the radiation in the sunlight which it's actually because it be um it, be, it causes the manganese oxide mm-hmm. in the glass and when that reaction happens it turns the glass purple so if you find glass that's purple either in old antique bottles um, or if you find any sea glass that's purple it. you know that it was um treated with manganese Interesting. Isn't that fun? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mangan- manganese oxide, because we'll talk about that quite a bit, actually is just basically manganese and oxygen. Right. <laughs> Anytime it says oxide, Side. it just means it's with oxygen. It's pretty good. Um, so one thing is, <clears throat> just back to ma- what magnesium is, uh, it's a transition metal. So it's one of those in the middle of the periodic table. And transition metals are, they're basically like metal but not, <laughs> kind of in the middle. So they're very ductile, they're very malleable, Mm -hmm. and they conduct electricity and heat really well. Mm -hmm. So what's interesting is that manganese (coughs) is actually, you don't really find it as a pure metal in 
the world. And it's it, too brittle. Yeah, like, that's, it just, that's like, right. Yeah, it's really too. <laughs> it's too brittle as a pure metal. It it does great as an alloy. Exactly. It's like mix me with something. And I'll strengthen. Which is interesting is strengthens things. So in, yeah. it's uh, mainly in steel. <laughs> right. Right. So it's one percent man- manganese in steel. And that increases the strength and improves the workability and the resistance to wear. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of funny that it's ductile, malleable, malleable, and seemed like very softer. Brittle. But if you put it right, very brittle. But you mix it with something and better together. Mm-hmm. Um, they have manganese steel, which is thirteen percent manganese, and this is very strong and used in railway tracks. Um, wow, I don't know what that word. You is. can't see me nodding. Safes, my head, yes. safes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> rifle barrels and prison bars. Yeah, it helps so if you're behind prison bars. More wear resistant mm-hmm. uh, railway when they added manganese and carbon to the steel process. Mm-hmm. There was specific percentages that I didn't write down. I, didn't, <laughs> I don't think the, our well, listeners care. Well, maybe they're going to have a quiz on it later. <laughs> um, did you notice in your drink cans? It's in my what? Your drink cans. Yes, yeah. I do. An alloy with aluminum and 1.5% manganese improves the resistance to corrosion. And with if you combine manganese with al- aluminum, antimony, and copper, any one of those, they become highly magnetic. Hmm. But again, by itself, but it's, it's not. not. But I, manganese so is this is the thing, right? With chemistry, when you have two things you put together, the new thing that you have is different properties than the yeah. things I had before. And even though alloys are not necessarily, you're not combining it into a new compound, but you're putting those two things together in a way that changes how they interact with the, the world. <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty interesting. Let's see. They have, um, so we have, uh, there's two different types of oxides. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's manganese, manganese 4 oxide and magnesium 2 oxide. Oh, okay. So there's, Different ions, basically. Didn't in the they say metals. that mang- manganese is one of the um, um, metals that can actually be in like six different forms of oxide? It's possible. In, I'm not sure exactly, but uh, many of the transition metals have more than one ion mm-hmm. that they can. So that you can have a plus four manganese or a plus two manganese. Interesting. So and then that changes how it combines with other things. Mm-hmm. So manganese four oxide, which means you have the manganese with the plus four ion, mm-hmm. which has to do with the electrons and how many are there, um, is a catalyst, a rubber additive, decolorizes glass that is green due to the iron. Um, manganese sulfate is used in fungicides. Yes. Manganese two oxide is a powerful oxidizing agent and used in quantitative analysis. I don't really know what that is. <laughs> uh, also in fertilizers and ceramics. And actually, um, some manganese is uh, used to reduce the octane rating in gas. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that either. It's a very useful element. And it is. And super important in in life. Oh, yes. In the whole biology. Please talk about photosynthesis. Super and cool. And how important manganese is it in photosynthesis. Is Talk to me, biologist. Talk to me. Talk to me. <laughs> so um, manganese, if you didn't know, is essential for everything. <laughs> Every living thing needs it. Never knew it, did you? Um, but basically, there's a lot of enzymes that have man, man that need manganese to, to work. Remember, enzymes are things that speed up. It's a biological catalyst right. so it speeds up reactions so the enzyme that is responsible for chase basically changing water into oxygen during photosynthesis mm-hmm. has four atoms of manganese in it so without manganese it photosynthesis would not possibly not happen or at least not nearly as 
efficiently. Um, and then the rest of life would not happen. <laughs> well, good thing manganese is the fifth most abundant metal. It's in true our Earth. in the Earth in the Earth's uh, crust. Yeah. Although again, not found by itself. No. Always is a mineral. Likes to mix with things. Mm-hmm. Like pyrolocyte. That so pyrolocyte is the magnesium oxide. There's also rhodochrotocyte. Yep. It's another common. That's a magnesium ore. carbonate. Manganese carbonate. Sorry. But I thought this was so cool. How they have found metal-bearing nodules <gasps> in the ocean. In the ocean. I know. Like okay, so so cool. I had to look up nodules because I'm like, what is that? It's basically a, a giant rock. lump, a big yeah. rock lump. So at the bottom of the ocean, for thousands of miles at the bottom of the ocean, there are these big balls of twenty four percent manganese. Yes, twenty four percent manganese. It's also mixed with nickel and um, lots of other lots of other elements, copper mm-hmm. and and other ones as well. And they just sit on the floor, but they don't get buried under the sediment that's constantly accumulating at the bottom of the ocean and so the very and so they actually tried to to find a way to go down and like um kind of mine it down there Mm. and they were like uh it's like quite a ways down in the ocean really commercially (laughs) valuable (laughs) able to do it but there's just they're the size of bowling balls a lot (laughs) you just go fuck it up (laughs) Ball of manganese just sitting there, and like, why? I don't know. Oh, How? I don't know. No. But isn't that that is weird? So geology strange. stuff is weird. The geology way, is weird. Yeah. I love geology. Like rocks form and soil. There's and also been um, they've looked at at old um, layers of of sedimentary rock and seen that like the lower levels of manganese meant there was less oxygen in the right. ocean. Yep. Um, and in the air, they do that with the, with the terrestrial stuff too. Yeah. yeah. And so. And I was like, well, what, how does manganese know there's not a lot of oxygen? Oh, because of all this, this is <laughs> important. But yeah, I just thought that was so cool. There's giant, if you get anything from this podcast, <laughs> at the bottom of the ocean, <laughs> there's thousands of miles of just like fields of bowling balls of manganese alloys everywhere. Do you never know what you're going to find never, on the ocean? I, there, I mean, well, again, we know more about space than we do about the bottom of the ocean. So well, it's, it's kind lots of stuff. dark and hard to get down there. It, true. You know, that pressure is kind of a tough. Um, I was um, going to say, um, in Victor- uh, so some cultural things about manganese. I have more biology, too. Oh, do you want to go into biology first? Oh, we continue to finish we, off the biology we, first? We were in biology. Yeah. Let's stick there. Let's do that. I just have a little bit more. So... Um, they add in soils, they, it, they usually found in soils. And so they will actually add it to fertilizers if the soil is low in manganese. Mm-hmm. Um, and they give it as food supplements to grazing animals because it's so important in our bodies. Right. So in the human body, we have about 12 milligrams right. and we take in four milligrams a day. So this is one where we can't store it. We have to take it in every day in order mm-hmm. to do it. Um, and this was discovered kind of in the, in the 1950s. I think we really realized the importance of all this. Um, is that we we get it from things like nuts, bran, whole grain cereals, tea, parsley, spinach, rice, soybeans, eggs, green beans, oysters. Oysters. Is, yeah. Hmm. Who knew? Um, the spinach and the green beans. Yeah. But without it, our uh, bones get spongier. We also can and break easier. get obese if we're lacking. So if we're lacking in it. So that's yeah. a whole other thing because if you have too much or too little, you can go into that in just a second. <laughs> it's a little crazy. So... Your, your bones get spongier and break easier, and it's essential for utilizing vitamin B1. 
So there's a lot of times where where some things we need like cofactors or coenzymes, Mm -hmm. and that's what this likely is in that in that case where you have to have it in order for that whole reaction to happen correctly. Um, So that was pretty cool. So yeah, if you have um, actually diatoms, which are little photosynthetic plankton Mm -hmm. in the ocean, Mm -hmm. Um, mollusks and sponges can actually store it. Well, aren't they lucky? They are special. (laughs) Um, And they think that it could be a treatment for osteoporosis, which makes sense, the spongier bones, right? Right. Arthritis. um, Oh, PMS. (laughs) uh, Diabetes and epilepsy. Um, That's interesting hmm, because... Mm -hmm. Oh, I want to go into culture, but I'm going to let you finish. Just one more thing. Okay. So then... um, the too much or too little thing right. we were just talking about, right? right? So if you have too much, it can be toxic. Right. So it's one of those things where we definitely need it, but in these you know smaller doses, four milligrams a day, basically. Um, but it's toxic. Uh, it will cause can cause hallucinations, forgetfulness, nerve damage, dullness, weak muscles, headache, and insomnia. May cause Parkinson's disease, lung embolisms, um, bronchitis, uh, impotence, in schizo- and schizophrenia. So. This, but th- there's a cultural thing with this. Okay. So, but I think it's really funny that they said impotence in men. Like <laughs> they had just specified that it was in men. Of course, because because women get impotence. <laughs> okay. So anyway. Well, so, so here's mm-hmm. the thing. Um, in Victorian Britain, they they used manganese as a cure for stinky breath. Oh. So they were dosing people with manganese. But not a good idea because yeah. you know. But causes all the things. But. So miners were inhaling the dust Ooh. and they were becoming sick with what they called manganese madness. Oh. Which is those things you're talking about. Like hallucinations, schizophrenia, hallucinations, schizophrenia, yeah, right. Parkinson's disease, and neurological things. Right. But it's because they're inhaling it. When uh-huh. you inhale it, it went straight to the brain. Ooh. Versus if you ingest Digesting it, it, it's it actually gets um um metabolic metabolism I can't talk. Um your metabolism, metabolism take, takes breaks it down it, right? in the liver. So your liver can actually take care of it right. if you ingest it. Right, because the liver is it. quite good. The liver is awesome. <laughs> but, very but if you inhale it, that's when, I mean, I'm sure if you ingested enough of it and your right. liver can't, yeah, you know, your liver strain will, it out. Yeah, because your liver can do so much, yeah. But, I, you know, it's interesting that in the Victorian era, these miners were getting this thing that they actually basically called high on it, yeah. uh, manganese madness because they thought they were going insane. Right. When really it was just neurological damage done to their brain because they were inhaling too much manganese. So that goes into another thing. So cool. the, um, you'll find it in us, in our in bones, liver, kidneys, pancreas, and it actually helps form connective tissue, bones, blood clotting factors, and sex hormones. So that's where it has a variety of, which is why you could treat osteoporosis or possibly diabetes if you're talking about like pancreas and blood issues and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was interesting about that is that some research, recent research in Bangladesh, <laughs> I was like, why are all these in Bangladesh? Interesting. It's apparently they're looking at groundwater issues uh-huh. that are there. And so they're looking at arsenic poisoning. Right. But along with that is manganese. And so they do a bunch of, they've done a bunch of research on uh, manganese and child intellectual function. Mm. So the, again, that in this is ingesting, not inhaling. Right. Well, so in you, if you ingest enough of it, it is going right. To exactly. So this is like the, the other version of that, where it's not just direct and getting madness, but it's now. So there's a significant link between a variety of manganese markers and perceptual reasoning and memory skills. Mm. And you, as you increase exposure as children, 
um, you actually increase their behavioral problems up through mm. age 10. So again, it has that, whether you inhale it or ingest it, can cause neurological damage. damage. Right, which is what, you know, on the toxic form was nerve damage. Right. Right, and that's neuro neurological is a lot of nerves. <laughs> There's a whole lot of nerves so. going on in your brain. Yeah. But if you have too little, you can become obese. Right. <laughs> Um, glucose intolerance, because the pancreas thing, right. uh, blood clotting issues, skin conditions, uh, decreased cholesterol, skeletal disorders, again, neurological symptoms, hair, and hair changing color. Hair changing color? I, it's a pigment. <laughs> I don't know. Well, and it's <laughs> funny because they used manganese as a pigment in colorization mm -hmm. in smelt. So hmm. um, it makes a nice blue uh, smelt. That is a bright, it's funny because it, it's a, like a bright green a brittle, tinted blue. Right, but the middle metal itself is bright, is brittle silvery metal. Right. <laughs> and then it, it causes blue things. Yeah, it can make like a gr greenish blue. <laughs> this, the computer just kind of blipped. I hit the microphone and the computer went, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, um, but, and then when it is exposed to sunlight, the purple color of the amethyst is caused mm -hmm. by magnets. Manganese. I keep wanting to call it manganese. I know. It's, well, Man. and also the magnesium. Let's right. like it's, I'm sure they have, manganese has a lot of brother issues with magnesium because they just well, can, I can, think, confused I think all the time. manganese gets more annoyed because magnesium gets a lot more attention. It's true. Yeah. I mean, nobody knows about manganese. I know people are Everyone like, knows magnesium. Yeah, you mean that one? Yeah. Well, anyways, MGMN. It's very confusing. It's like all the states that start with M. You don't know <laughs> yeah, which one of the initials are for what. Something. Oh, words. Yeah. Um, did you know that pure magnesium is reactive, burns in oxygen, rusts in water, and dissolves in dilute acids? Yeah, they said it can, it can actually, yeah. I think when I was I was reading something, it said something, how it, it could be in a state where it can just dissolve yeah, in water. <laughs> it's kind of a kind of very weird. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it, could, it could survive at the bottom of the ocean. I don't... <laughs> Grace is very excited about that. I'm really excited. It's very interesting. It's really interesting well, but it's just like yeah i can dissolve in this but then in seawater it's like i'm invincible well, it's also anyway. as an alloy it's true it's not just by itself. yeah the pure pure magnesium yeah it really basically pure magnesium is a big wimp <laughs> i mean not magnesium sorry manganese oh see it's so easy to manganese magne is mag mad at you magnesium is so much easier to say than it is. manganese, manganese is hard to <laughs> say. darn mag manganese um but yeah by itself it's really just this nothing brittle fall apart not good but you put Yet it with something and it's like essential amazing essential to life because it is the catalyst of photosynthesis mm -hmm. and necessary for our bones and other such things bones, bones <laughs> and vitamins you know the more the more we do these podcasts the more i realize it's like they're all kind of vital, except for the ones that are made in labs. Those ones. Yeah, those are just. <laughs> I have been alive for five minisecond. I'm an element. <laughs> That's all that is. The ones that are in nature, you're just. For like, the most part, well, there's a reason why they're here, right? right? Like they've been incorporated somehow. But you think you think like, oh, it's a metal. It's just like in a rock over there. And you're yeah. Like, Actually, no, it's not. It's in our body. Well, that's the thing. We I think we think about them in term in the terms that we see them in the world so metal you think of like a metal pipe like that's not important in your body but no you're talking about the individual atoms mm -hmm. that have different properties and what they do we just don't think about it that way mm. poor metals um, poor metals <laughs> poor, <laughs> poor manganese poor manganese or whatever his name is 
So do you know where they find it, where the biggest deposits are? Oh, I do. Mm -hmm. I do. Okay. Oh. Um, I don't remember. Oh. Russia? Nope. Gabon? Gabon, yes. Um, well, the, it is in Russia. I think that's like fifth. I though. don't know where Gabon. No, I don't. I only South got, Africa? I got Africa? I always just guess South <laughs> Africa. <laughs> it's always this South. is Africa. I don't know if it's South Africa. Oh. Oh. Uh, China no. and yep. Australia. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and they basically, that's where they mine it. No, and I then they. I, hmm? I think there's a like a field in, I want to say Niger. Ni Nigeria or Niger? Niger. Oh, okay. That actually is where they kind of the whole like black, the magnesium nigra. Oh, okay. That was kind of from, from there. And like the idea. Oh, that makes sense. Nigra, yeah. yeah. Nigra. Well, nigra also is, Nig is black. Yeah. So. I think I remember reading that. Mm. I don't know. You know, it was a whole like six hours ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> I have a limit of about an hour's worth of information and then mm. it just goes right out. I have a cold fish memory. Yeah. If I didn't write it down, it didn't It's exist. not going to go. Um, they reduce um, the oxide with, because again, it's found in, in oxides. Um, they reduce it. So basically it means pulling the oxygen away um, with sodium, magnesium, or aluminum or by electrolysis of magnesium sulfate. So just splitting it apart from its friends to get the manganese that you need. Poor guy. Yeah. And he's so brittle by himself. <laughs> That's why he's brittle. Really? He has no friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, he has lots of friends. Just people rip him apart from him. Well, I'd be, I, I was going to say bitter, not brittle. I'd be B brittle. Brittle. Little. Bitter brittle. Bitter brittle. I think that's it. Do you have anything else? Um, I don't have anything else. I don't think it was. I mean. It was, it was more interesting than I thought manganese was going to be. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of... I, it was, I was particularly interested in that how, how, how varied also the symptoms are, whether it's too little or too much. Right. Like very wide-ranging as right. to what and actually And the too hurts. much, you know, the, the manganese madness, you know, it has psychiatric right. symptoms of irritability, aggressiveness, and hallucinations. And, um, yeah, I thought that was interesting. They're like, here, take this for your stinky breath. Oh, also, it might make <laughs> you go insane. That's <laughs> fine. There's a lot of things like that back then. That's true. I was like, yeah, we'll do this. I'm like, okay. Oh, wait a minute. That's terrible. Sorry. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, just wait. Just wait for our next uh, our next podcast <laughs> when we talk about BPA because it wasn't <laughs> so long ago that our government was Oh, we still... do plenty of that. There's like, it's well, fine. Let's we put it in the thing before actually looking at it. Did we talk about when it was lead? How, like, they were still painting kids' toys with oh, lead yeah, with in, lead. like, yeah. 2007. You can still find lead paint, you know, old toys that are still lead paint. But, but I think when we did it, it was still, like, in the 2010s. Oh, I think it was only recently, yeah. Or there was something was in there that was it was Mattel really recently had, taken like, out, yeah. Whoops, that one was oh, lead paint. kidding. <laughs> well, we still had, I mean, I remember there still being lead versus unleaded gasoline. Right. Or at least the remnants of that when I was, you know, it was only, you know, 30 years ago I was driving less than that I was gonna say 30 minutes. years ago you're not like <sighs> no that would be 11 but not I was only, I got to drive at 15 so it was basically <laughs> 25 <laughs> years ago <laughs> I'm old <laughs> <sighs> I always forget that Grace is 10 years younger than I am I'm a baby so, baby <laughs> um yeah but that's uh that's pretty much all I got for manganese yeah pretty so cool transitional short, metal. it's a transitional metal it is brittle by itself. Mm -hmm. Great alloy strengthens things. Super strengthened and maybe even super magnet, depending on who it's allied with. Hanging out with. <laughs> um, it was used 
for a painting that was made 30,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. And then glass, cleaning glass. Yeah. If you find purple glass, it's most likely manganese. Manganese. So next time you look at your amethyst, say thanks, manganese, for this beautiful purple color. Because <laughs> otherwise it would not have that beautiful you know? purple color. Yeah. It's my mom's favorite color. Oh. Purple or am- purple. amethyst? Well, she likes amethyst, but purple. She's one of the purple people. Mm. You've seen the purple people? One eye, one horn, flying purple people. Well, there's those. But there's like, if you go online, there's like there's people that are purple like stores. Like, oh no. literally, <laughs> there's, there. it's not, it's a thing. People who love purple, it's like a set of people. Like, they, it's, it's, a, it's a thing. There's their own group. It's like purple people. Wow. And you can like go online and you can go to the whole store. So like you get a mixer that's purple. You can get, like, just make everything purple because, so this is one thing I found is that people, side do, side, 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 but it's kind of connected because manganese makes things purple okay um i accept <laughs> but you um everybody has favorite colors mm-hmm. right but there's no like cohort of people who love blue or cohort of people who love brown right but there's there is a cohort of people who love purple and they they gravitate towards each other like it's a it's almost like a, a cult thing that pink is the same way could be but it but it doesn't have the same kind of social cultural thing like there's something about purple and because people who love purple will do everything purple uh. like uh, i mean not everybody does that but there is like i mean again you go to the purple store and can buy i mean i don't know what that's called but there is a there's i'm gonna open a store called the purple store, <laughs> purple store and then not sell anything purple <laughs> Just a mess of people. I hate mail. <laughs> Where's my purple stuff? <laughs> yeah. So Awful. Purple is a... Maybe we should call them the manganese people. Ah. Oh. That'd be cooler. I like but it. Yeah. I don't think it'll go. No. No. <laughs> I digress. Sorry, right. purple people, if you love purple, it's a wonderful color. How about you email us if you love purple and you're <laughs> insulted? You can email us at elementalfunpodcast at gmail.com. You can bother Cindy on her <laughs> professional Instagram page, which is... Pacific Mammal Research. <laughs> or you can bother me on my personal Instagram, which is run mama run 50 by 50. That's 50x50. Um, we have yet to get an email. <laughs> yes. We're very popular. <laughs> my mom hasn't figured out how to email. No. <laughs> my dad. My mom hasn't this. figured out how to listen to it. <laughs> She accidentally did it once. She like clicked on a thing. She's like, I can hear you. I don't understand what's going on. I couldn't see you. (laughs) I was like, oh, mom. Okay. I love you. (laughs) It's fine. I I listened to the Conan uh, podcast and they talk about their parents and stuff like that. And that kind of thing. They're like, when am I going to see you on this podcast thing, honey? (laughs) They're just like, okay. (laughs) My dad's like, I listen on YouTube, but. I, I can't listen to them in the right order. And I'm like, because, <laughs> you know, like they just like pop up the next oh, one instead of and, and, or like just to go to another channel. popular one right. instead of going to the channel. Right. I'll teach them someday. <laughs> It'll be no fine. Worries. All right. Right. Well, on that note, I think we're going to head off into the purple sunset. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just realized there's a perfect way to end this from from the movie Elf. If you guys know, seen the movie Elf, it's, it's great cool. with Will Ferrell. Yes. Yeah. And he loves purple. Right. And she's like, he sees him and he's like, oh, I love your dress. It's really purpley. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. I love this podcast. It's really purpley. It's very purpley. Exactly. 
Does right. it have sugar in it? Then yes. <laughs> oh dear. Okay. I'm losing Cindy. Yeah. On that note, my name is Grace. My name is Cindy. And uh, hopefully you'll be listening again <laughs> next time. Sure they will. Surely. They love us. There's a lot of hair in this microphone. Well, I have a dog. Did you pet the dog with the no, microphone? No, you, you just pet him and it goes whoosh. I like that sound effect. Whoosh. I can imagine it, but seriously, there's a lot of hair. <laughs> it's so fuzzy. <laughs>